Trini. Hey, yes, what's going on people? And it is your boy, the G-Man, back with another edition of 5 Minutes with the G. Yes, vlog you number 11. Boy. Um, but as usual, I just want to send a big shout out to the PT family members. Shout out to the Straight Shooting LJA, Jesse Fizzle, JBK and Nathan Arsenal. Also, I would like to ask people, if you're a first time watcher, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're a second, third time watching, you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, like and share these videos and turn on the notifications so when these videos drop, you will be the first to be notified. Okay? So the topic title for this week's show is Ballo Stay, Ballo Gone. Um, basically, Florian Balogun, Arsenal young prospect from the under-23s, who's had somewhat of a breakthrough season, it looks like he's decided to not sign on the dotted line and accept a new contract offer from Arsenal, but he's accepting an agreement from RB Leipzig and is looking to leave the club at the end of the season. Now, this has been an ongoing transfer saga for the past year or so. And, um, you know, apparently Arsenal have been wanting to pin him down on a new contract, but for some reason or other, um, Florine and his um, representatives have decided to look elsewhere. Now, one of the funniest things about this whole transfer saga is that um, apparently it's been floated around that he's asked for 100k a week. 100k a week, you know? Come on, that's making me weak inside because I don't understand how anybody can ask for that sort of contract and they've only played 74 minutes for the first team. Yep, you're good. Yep, you've got a lot of... Um, fans behind you and you're making waves as a as a youtube sensation but come on come on please I, you've only played 24 minutes for arsenal where the heck do you get off trying to ask for 100k a week in my opinion now the thing that really frustrates me is this whole comparison between him and eddie and ketty a lot of people who like florian belligan seem to want to downplay Eddie Nketiah and how good Eddie Nketiah is. Like, Eddie Nketiah, like, what, is the like under-21's top goal scorer of all time for England, you know, smashing in goals for England under-21, being smashing in goals for England under 18. you know, he's been smashing in goals in the under-23s of Arsenal. He's now just slightly broken through to the first team, being given his chances, but it's hard for him to get into the team because he's got Aubameyang and Lacazette in front of him. Now, that's not a bad thing because at the end of the day he's got two sturdy st strikers for the next two or so years that he can really develop himself and become by the time of the age of like what 23 24 he will become what i believe is a, as a, as a top striker in the premier league do you know what i'm saying and that will be a, a nice age for him to ripen up and really you know show what he can bring to the team if he can do it beforehand fantastic but if it I honestly do believe under the supervision of Aubameyang and Lacazette, he can be a top, top striker. Just just keep doing what he's doing. Now, on the other hand, people now want to say Balogun's better than him because he's a flashier player, he does skills, he's, you know, they're just two different type of players, basically, do you get me? And he's he's also smashing it in the under-23s. Well, Eddie's been there and done that. You get me? Balogun's on his breakthrough year now. Eddie's having, you know, his, like, full sort of breakthrough year now. You get me? Like, 
it's, it's one of those things it's like I, I really don't understand the comparisons I, I'm not trying to compare the two at all myself I'm, I just think they're you know two really good strikers I just think one one of the guys has got his feet on the ground and is you know trying to become the best Arsenal player he can be and the other one is just trying to extort the club for somewhat for some reason or another I don't I just don't know this has been one of the most topical discussions of the last couple of weeks in my whatsapp groups with a couple of friends and you know I'm just going to share some opinions that they've shared um, so here's D the knowledge with what he has to say um, obviously football is opinion based sport whether someone thinks a player is good or someone's not but at some stage tough decisions have to be made and for myself I just think that with Nketiah you know I've seen enough of him I said his goal scoring record for under 21s is just against dead level teams I think the something where you can tell with Nketiah is the fact that he went on loan to Leeds United and couldn't displace uh, Patrick Bamford from the lineup is because yes on paper his goals look good if you're counting goals against dead teams but the guy has no footballing brain he can't link up play I mean how many goals did he score for Leeds United in the championship when he was there on loan he couldn't um, since his return to Arsenal apart from his um, he scored a good goal against Newcastle that was a proper striker's finish the rest of his goals have been like goal mouse scrambles not even clean finishes you know now we move on to Balogun now from what I've seen of this guy yes his agent is taking a piss the reason his agent's taking a piss is because his agent knows he can at a time where teams don't even are struggling even to put 20 million pounds together to sign players he's getting a lot of offers for his client so if he's te- uh, speaking to 10, 15 clubs of course he's going to be um, asking for uh, stupid wage, uh, like a stupid amount of wages for his client that's just the guy's job and Balogun is not a guy who uh, even at the age of 19 now I've seen enough from him to see that this guy can actually play football he's not just a striker who stands in the box hoping to tap the ball in the back of the net he will be able to hold it up, link play, make movements. And it, for me, from what I've seen, his finishing is cleaner. He's got cleaner, more clinical finishing. Like proper striker's goals. I'm not talking about the ball comes in the six-yard box. You know, he's hit your leg and gone into the back of the net. You know, he looks like someone who can actually finish. Mm. Yeah, he's their own. And this is what I'm saying. Like Different people have different ways of thinking about this scenario. Um, some people like Eddie, some people like Florin, some, do you get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the way I'm looking at it is like Eddie basically deputising for Aubameyang and um, Lacazette. He's going to turn into a good player, but you know what? Not saying that he's not a good player already. Not saying that Eddie, I think you're a good player. But here's what um, J-Dads has to say. Um, So basically, right... When you support, let's say, a bigger team, right? You kind of, you kind of, football's more like an eye test with you. So that when things are like pleasing on the eye, you tend to kind of gravitate towards that a bit more. So in terms of the stats, I Eddie was always um, historically known to be a to be a, a bad boy striker from all the youth, from literally all the youth levels. He's been banging in goals. Right, and that's that's how he plays, and he? he's a fox in the box, 
and then um, Dean, I challenge you, his movements really you have to be really good, good movement to be a fox in the box. You can't be a static person. You need to have an eye for a goal. He knows where to be in the box when the ball's coming in, whether it's a rebound or whether it's a cross, he knows where to be. He, he, all you need to do is check his first goal for Arsenal in the Europa League. I think he scored, did he score two goals in his debut? Or debut, a, a goal in his first touch. He come on with the header, being in the right place at the right time. His style of play, isn't taking on 25 people. Same as Aubameyang's side of play isn't like Henri's. Aubameyang is more get the ball, run off the last shoulder and score. Or if he's in a box, he's very clinical. Um, Lacazette is hold the ball up. He's strong. He can shoot from far. He can bring other people into the game. So the reason why people are gravitating more to Balogun is because he he passes the eye test. And when I say the eye test, I mean that he's dynamic. He can, Like you say, he does skills. He goes past people. You know what I mean? He, he can do the run off the shoulder. He can do the hold up play. And he scores like the Henri S goals, whereas Eddie all scores like the goal in the. He will score a typical Man City goal. Like Eddie will be sick for Man City in the box, bang. He knows where to be, tap it in. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, man, like none of them deserve 100 grand a week. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just how football is going. Like, everything is changing. The agents are just up the ting. So yeah, you know what? I can see where J Dad's is coming from. You get me? It's all about preference at the end of the day. It's all about what you like. Do you want a fox in a box? Do you want a, a more dynamic player? It's it's like Venustro versus Henri. Both top top players. Both bang goals for fun in their heydays. You know when they're both competing against each other and um, battling for the golden boot and you know their approaches were just different but at the end of the day the most important thing to any manager is someone that scores goals it don't matter how they score goals you know it's do they score goals so further to this conversation like we had a little conversation on you know what we believe would be the fallout if Balogun was to leave Arsenal you know for me personally I don't see any fallout I don't really give a damn do you get me if the guys doesn't want to sign on a dotted line let him go do you get me? When you come to Arsenal Football Club, you want to, the first and foremost, you should want to come to Arsenal Football Club because you want to play. And that's like any club around the world. I don't care. I would assume fans want players who want to play for the club. Do you get me? Yes, we all want a flashy player. We want a um, sort of a personality. We want a big player. Do you get me? We want a player that takes us to that next level and will push us to take us to that next level. Yeah. But first and foremost, you want a player who wants to sign on the dotted line. He, it's, it's not about the money. It's not about the glitz and glamour. It's about his loyalty and love for the club. And he wants to play for the club. You get me now? To have a 19-year-old who's in the academy sitting there, getting a contract from Arsenal, you get me? There's so many other 19-year-olds there around him who probably won't get a contract. But Arsenal are offering you a contract. And you want to sit there. You want to turn down Arsenal. For me, can F off, mate. It, it, it's quite simple we don't need you we'll concentrate on the next talent and concentrate on developing them and making them into a world beater like, we just don't need those sort of players that's my opinion but you know what this is what D the knowledge had to say if Arsenal let this guy go we're going to be making a big mistake in Ketia you're always going to get players like in Ketia Reese Nelsons um, Iwobis these kind of guys there's many of them about but the, the real talented guys you can't be letting go so Arsenal need to really we, we need to know what we're doing yes 
a hundred thousand that's a bit too much but you know you might have to just bite the bullet and say if we need to do it but if we're gonna do that i think he should be um around the first team now pushing for a, a place to like uh, in competition with Lacazette for a starting position because in Ketia, I don't know if you've noticed since the Everton match where you know the Everton match was the final straw for me for Ketia. I don't know if you remember that day he had he had like a, a, a opportunity or two to score just finishes you know he had like on the, on the edge of the box a shit finish he's just not in the box apart if he's away from that six yard box he doesn't know what he's doing how many times have you seen him being put through and he's buried a chance like a striker? He doesn't have that ability. So as I said, with him, he's got to go. Now, sorry, I disagree with that. Like, we, we, we shouldn't be pinning our hopes on just one youthful pr prospect. At the end of the day, we've got prospects there. We've got Martinelli, we've got Saka, we've got Smith Rowe, we've got Reese Nelson, we've got Eddie Nketiah, do you get me? And we've got, obviously, the under-18s and other under-23 players coming through. So if one one of them wants to leave, let them go. But, you know, each to their own, each to their own opinion. Um, this is what J-Dads had to say. And so, yeah, Balogun's mad to, to want 100 grand, but at the same time, like Callum Hudson-Odoi is on 100 grand I think he's even more more than that a week um, I don't think I don't even think Saka's on 100 grand Saka's probably on like 60 if that so if I was asked I'd be like bruv the best youth player we have at the moment isn't on 100 grand a week so what makes you think you want 100 grand a week and Saka got a new contract after having a good season like Balogun hasn't even had a season with us you know what I'm saying and, and that season Saka had he played like four or five different positions and excelled in all of them pretty much so yeah the thing I just don't like is when people kind of like basically choose one or the other we can have both bruv and we've got Aubameyang and Lacazette they both can be good but in five years time Aubameyang and Lacazette are not going to be here in five years time Balogun is what he's 24 years old Eddie's what I don't know 26 years old or 27 years old so both of them will be like in their prime or hitting their prime in five years time so I don't see why we're trying to long them off now for the sake of whatever it doesn't make any sense any sense what we should be doing is building like <clears throat> building teams around certain players but yeah man I, I'll keep both of them man like they both need a loan they, that really intrigue they both should go out and loan now in January Balogun more than Eddie and just get a good run of games Arsenal should sign Balogun to a new contract send to Germany so he dons it up don't you know that's what all these all these young duns are doing they're going to Germany and smashing it so go Germany go play for like a, a Wolfsburg or a freaking Schalke or a Hoffenheim go there smash it up get that confidence because all it is at this age is confidence once you get the confidence that's it. it Haaland right he's a very very good player right very good but if he never had the run of games and the confidence and belief in himself he'd be nothing bruv so get the confidence get the run of games and and that window for it is very very small like if we're not careful Reese will not be good anymore like Reese has still got potential but he needs to get that potential by playing frequently that's the thing with young players if they don't play frequently they lose it and they just turn into average dead players and yeah, theoretically, it would be good to have both players, do you get me, in, that, that, that would be ideal. But 
You know what I'm saying? If a player wants to leave, just let him go. In my opinion, if, if they're trying to hustle the club, just let them go. There's no point. Move on to the next one. But, you know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion. <laughs> That's their opinion. And we want to find out what your opinion is. So, like, people, just let me ask you the question. This whole Florin Balogun situation, what's your opinions on what's happening? And, you know, does he deserve 100k to stay at the club? Um, you know, and, you know, how will the impact be if Arsenal were to lose him as a player? Um, but, you know what, people? I'm going to go now. I'm going to let you go. Um, remember, comment below. Let, let us know your, your thoughts and, you know, we'll be in touch. Anyway, I'm gone now. Peace.